Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. I mean, I, I'm playing on the PGA Tour as a 20-year-old. It, it's hard to get tired from this, you know. It's, I'm, I'm a five-year-old in Disneyland for sure. You know, that's the way I would pronounce it. Tom Kim, once again, a winner on the PGA Tour, as you just heard him say, at the ripe old age of 20 years old. Good day, one and all. Matt Adams here with you. Pleasure to have your co company from wherever you are joining us. Well, last week was a pretty packed week of golf. It's on the PGA Tour culminated with that victory by Tom Kim. He wasn't the only one. You're going to be hearing from John Rahm coming up. Steve Stricker won again. Uh, it was a breakthrough win on the LPGA Tour and more. But first, we go to Mark Carnevale and Earl Forsey, who anchored the coverage for PGA Tour Radio in the week that was. And gents, at 20 years old, Tom Kim continues to impress. Well, Matt, thanks. Las Vegas this week. Anything can happen in Vegas. Mark Carnival, we saw something strange happen at the end of the tournament. Patrick Cantlay, huge mistake off the tee, and it opens the door for young Tom Kim to win again at the Shriners. It's not something we're used to seeing, uh, Earl and Matt. And, you know, it's it's surprising out of a player of uh, of certainly Patrick Cantlay's talent and his success so far, eight wins on the PGA Tour, President's Cup. It's just surprising. But I knew something when I saw Tom Kim win, win them championship. Obviously, his performance at the President's Cup. And my hat's off to Dominic Scarano. When I was on your show earlier this week, Matt, we talked about Tom Kim, and he's going to uh, be a star. And and he's, he's becoming a star right before our eyes. I mean, I just love the way this young man approaches the game. Uh, I mean, I, he, he's 20 years old, and he's, he's like he's an old soul. He has a very smart mind. He has a great golf game. Uh, and obviously he had, he doesn't flinched and, and no bogeys this week, just an impressive performance. Yeah. It was a FedEx cup champ that blinked, not Tom Kim and Carney. Now, you know, the, the company he's in last player to get two wins before 21 tiger woods, 96. He's the second youngest player to get to two wins all time in PGA tour history. Move past Gene Sarazen on that list. I mean, the, the world is wide open for Tom Kim right now, isn't it? Absolutely. I think uh, it's a star, you know, growing right before our eyes, Earl. Uh, and, you know, the question is, well, you know, how is this going to affect Patrick Cantley? I don't think it's going to affect him at all. Patrick uh, has dealt with a lot of things in his life, not only in golf, but personally uh, and some tragedies, uh, personal injuries as well. Uh, Patrick Cantley is a tough cookie. Uh, and not used to seeing him do what happened uh, on Sunday uh, on that last tee shot. But you have to applaud him for he battled back at different times during that final round uh, to, to stay in the mix and eventually tie him a, tie Tom Kim a couple times. But unfortunately, he, he flinched one too many times on that 18th. And Tom Kim didn't at all for the entire week. Bogey-free, Tom was terrific. And Matt, Tom Kim, a winner for a second time in his career, young career at the Shriners Children's Open. All right, gents, thank you very much. That was uh, Mark Carnevale and Earl Forsey. There you can see the leaderboard of Tom Kim. The discussion about... Patrick Cantlay and that triple bogey at the finishing hole. It was a pretty shocking finish from someone that is consistent as him. Uh, Patrick Cantlay, to his credit, though, addressed the media afterwards, and he tried to explain what took place. 
Yeah, not too unlucky. I mean, I made a bad swing, and uh, it went where it went. After uh, it was kind of in the bush there, I figured the only chance I had to stay in the tournament was to try to get it back in the fairway. Um, and obviously, you know, I couldn't get it back in the fairway. That's what I thought. Yeah, I thought if I could get it back in the fairway, I'd have a chance. Um, and I figured it was worth the risk because I didn't think I'd have too much of a chance of getting it up and down from the, uh, the brush there. Yeah, I mean, I played well, um, you know, all week for the most part. One bad swing at the end. Um, obviously would have liked to have closed the deal out today, but, you know, sometimes that's golf. You know, I had a chance, uh, you know, coming down to the back nine. I, I hit a lot of good shots, made a lot of good swings. And so, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, all in all, it was a good week, and I played a lot of solid shots this week. Obviously, the last hole, um, you know, makes makes the whole week kind of sour. Yeah, yeah, it's going to sting for a while. There'd be little doubt about that from Patrick Cantlay. As to PGA Tour Radio, as you just heard from Carney and from Earl, you can hear it on the PGA Tour app. You also can hear it on PGATour.com for free, week in and week out, or if you subscribe to the National Satellite Service, Sirius XM. Now, as for Tom Kim, as you just heard Earl mention, the fact that he was the first player to win multiple times on the PGA Tour before age of 21. The other was Tiger Woods. So we start with, how's that strike you? It's it's really amazing. Uh, a few months ago, I, I didn't have any status in the U.S. And now being a two-time winner on tour, having that place, you know, with Tiger is, it's an unbelievable feeling for me. It's It's an honor for me and it's definitely a dream come true. It's been crazy. Um, it's been really fast. Definitely doesn't feel slow, that's for sure. And, um, you know, coming off, you know, a win, playoffs, the President's Cup, you know, and a, and a win this week is, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. But, um, you know, I just got to keep going and, you know, I'm enjoying the ride. So hopefully many more to come. It's amazing. I mean, with the way I was, I started the week, you know, I had a really bad cough and, you know, I was only, because of the way my body felt, I had to take, I had to play nine holes and nine holes and, um, but I felt like being, playing nine holes, nine holes with limited time, I had to really get my work in and I felt like the course really, it really suited me well. I, it came to my eye and I felt like, you know, I, if I just strategized my course around it here, around the course here, I could, I could have a good week, and that's exactly what I did. No, it hasn't. Absolutely not. You know, I still got a long way to go, and, you know, I want to hopefully have a long career at the PGA Tour, and, you know, I got a lot, a lot of work to do. You know, there's a lot of guys that I, I still need to get better at um, golf, and, you know, there's a lot of guys out here who has a lot more success than me, so I got to learn, and I got I to gotta keep playing better. Um, my expectations was just, you know, to be out here and – um, just hopefully I can win, but you know I'm not gonna lie. It's you know I've been very fortunate, and it's um, I'm just yeah, like I said, just I'm really fortunate, and hopefully I have a lot more in the bag. I got you know I got a lot I got lots of work to do on my game. I'm not gonna lie. You know I you know there's some weaknesses that I need to get better at, um, and I need to keep the strengths that I have, and you know it's. Hopefully I can have a long career and, you know, I got to work really hard. I can't get set aside at all. And, you know, I just got to keep playing better because there's a lot of guys who work really hard and uh, who have achieved a lot, even a lot more than me. You know, I, I'm not even close to, you know, Tiger. So Tiger, whether it's Tiger, Rory, Justin, you know, Jordan, 
those guys, you know, that you know, I, I still got a long way to go, so I just got to keep working hard. I mean, I, I'm playing on the PJ Tour as a 20-year-old. It, it's hard to get tired from this, you know. It's, I'm, I'm a five-year-old in Disneyland for sure. You know, that's the way I would pronounce it. Can't hear that enough from Tom Kim. Congratulations to him, winner again on the PGA Tour. Well, John Rahm was a winner again. In fact, it was the third time at the Open de España, the Spanish Open. Victor did it in an absolutely remarkable way. Have you ever watched one of the best in the world play golf and it seems like every shot they hit is going exactly where they want it to go? Or even if it goes wayward, say, in the rough, the approach shot nearly gets holed out? Well, John Rahm did that and more. He shot a 62 in the final round to win by more than six strokes. He reflected on the accomplishment that puts him in the company of Seve. <laughs> it's hard to, I haven't had time to process really anything, right? Uh, it's, it's truly an honor, right? Um, Seve was the winningest Spanish player in the Spanish Open and to join him in just four attempts is very unique and to beat his low scoring record on this course, to do it in this fashion, truly, it's, uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, sometimes it takes me a while to get off golf mode and in competition mode, right? Uh, you know, but I'm almost for a loss of words. You know, I've been able to to join Seve in many lists uh, in, in the history of the game, or the Spanish history of the game. And this one could be the most meaningful. There's been bigger Bigger accomplishments, no doubt. Uh, you know, I'm aware that these three victories are not the strongest fields I play on, but they're not the easiest weeks for me. Right? Uh, I come in as the favorite. I'm supposed to win. I have the whole crowd behind me, and it's a lot of effort to maintain to just try to play golf in a under an atmosphere that I'm not used to playing. Right? So it's uh, it's perhaps the most the most meaningful in that sense because you know those weeks are hard, and when you're supposed to win by a lot, it's hard, and to be able to get it done is truly is truly an honor. Yeah, well, I take it up on myself. Nobody's telling me this. I feel like it's 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 something I have to do, right? Uh, I feel like I was given the torch of uh, the torch of Spanish golf, and it's my my time now to carry it and and try to take it as far and as you know to to new heights, right? Uh, Sevi did a magnificent job. Magnificent job. Uh, Ollie did amazing. Miguel Angel did incredible, and he keeps doing amazing things in this in the Champions Tour. And Sergio, what to say about Sergio, right? He's well, greatest cap, uh, Ryder Cup player we've ever had, and an amazing friend. So to be to be the one who's doing this now is incredible, and to feel the support from the crowd on that 18th hole is hard to believe. Um, I know it's supposed to help, but in golf and individual sports, sometimes that that crowd can get in your head, and and it's. You know, it's something that is hard to get used to. I'm, I'm not going to lie, and, and I'm proud I was able to do what I, what I did. Uh, truthfully, moments like this, you know, pressure-packed moments make you better. Pressure make diamonds, and sometimes you get a diamond of your own like this one. I always love listening to champions, especially major champions like that. John Rahm talking about what pressure can do and how to work your way through it. He shot a 62 once again in that final round to finish six shots in front of Matthew Pavone. Uh, at the Mediheal Championship, it was a breakthrough victory on the LPGA. Jody Ewert Shadoff. Now, Jody lives in Orlando. She's married to, the gent she's married to is actually a local sportscaster in Orlando. She's from England. So it was really cool. There's a lot of stuff on social media at the end of last week where you could see her husband 
watching his wife break through for the first time on the LPGA Tour. It's kind of cool. You're seeing a lot of fist pumps and, and all the rest. So it was indeed fun. Uh, she was asked about what the feeling was like as she stepped on that 18th green. Surreal. I, I don't think it's really sunk in yet. Um, I've waited a long time for this. Um, it's been many times in my career that I didn't think this was ever going to happen. So um, just really grateful in this moment. I've been through a lot in the past, you know, couple of years, um, specifically injuries, as most people know. Um, so, it, you know, last year was really tough. Um, I found that a pretty significant mental challenge to get through that. Um, there were times during last year where I, I didn't think that I was going to be playing this year. So <clears throat> to be stood here today, it's just... It's really awesome. Um, I didn't give up on myself, and I just have a lot of people to be grateful for. Everybody on my team who's, um, you know, stood by me and um, made me believe in myself when I, I really didn't. Um, you know, just really grateful. That last one photo felt like 20 feet to me. Um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, just try to concentrate on that first lag put just to get as close as possible, and um, yeah, just... Just try to stay in the moment and in the present as much as I could. So, I learned that I can um, fight through adversity. Um, I can play under the nerves, um, which, you know, has has been, you know, kind of a problem for me in the past. Is just trying to settle the nerves down and play through it. And I think, you know, I proved to myself that I can do it. I proved to myself that I can, you know win. <laughs> it's been a long time. And I, like I said, I didn't think that I would ever be sat here, um, honestly. So I'm um, just really grateful. Absolutely. Yes. Um, the strength of the LPGA, you know, I've been on tour for 11, 12 years. Um, so I've seen it kind of evolve. Um, the standard of golf now is just incredible. Um, it really is all these young players coming through. Um, it makes me a better player. It makes me you know, push, pushes me to work harder. And, um, yeah, it's just incredible to see. Uh, Ten first-time winners is just incredible. So, Dom, what is up with the trophy it, that J- Jody has? Uh, Andrew, can you pull that back up? Yeah, I don't know what's is, going on with that. that that's uh, that that might be the scariest trophy in golf. That's, is that that, that might be the scariest trophy in golf. There's a little bit of, like, a Michael Myers mask situation feeling going on there yeah <laughs> it's okay we're kind of near halloween makes sense yeah okay fair enough that's i like the halloween connection to it how about uh, jim furick's event furick in friends it is called and here you have steve stricker who pretty much just keeps winning and winning and winning so uh, strick spoke to the media afterwards and somebody asked him look if you could think back in march when you still had this strange illness going on and had something to do, I think it was, uh, what did he tell us, Dom, an inflammation around the heart? or It was serious. And it, they didn't know when he was going to come back. He didn't know when he was going to come back. Then he comes back and he finishes 2022 uh, winning three out of four times when he tees it up in this stretch. Here's what he said to that question. No, no, I, I you know, <clears throat> I said that out there. I did really didn't know what to expect you know I, I didn't know where I was going to be I didn't know where my game was going to be um, you know when I was uh, starting to come back you know and hitting it super short and 
my body felt awful. You know, I just I was just hoping to play really more than anything. I mean, and we Nikki's thing was let's just take it in two week increments, you know, and and that kind of proved to be the savior because we just could see improvement every couple of weeks. Uh, you know, whether I felt better, starting to put on weight, putting on muscle, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, and slowly, you know, it started to come back a little bit, and I started to hit it a little bit. You know, I had, I had time to work on chipping and putting, you know, and, and that's kind of what's carried me through all this, really, is I continue to chip and putt fairly well. And, um, you know, my, my long game is, is uh, I'm driving in the fairway a lot, but, um, you know, I can always, we all can hit it better. You know, we always continue to try to hit it better. But, yeah, I didn't know what to expect um, coming out, you know, this season at all. And, uh, so it's been uh, it's it's been a lot of fun, really. You know, I mean, gave me a different perspective last fall. You know, I've said that on, uh, on a number of occasions, and and uh, it's true. You know, it's just uh, I'm blessed to be out here to to play and and to do the thing that I love to do. Yeah, you know, they would have to answer that. You know, I mean, they're the ones who went through, you know, those couple of months when I wasn't feeling well and and. You know, but after that, you know, when I got back out of the hospital, spend more time at home, and you know, we definitely we, we do a lot together as a family. Uh, we play a lot of golf together as a family. Uh, we root each other on, you know, in our golf games, and we help support each other. Uh, we'll all be in watching Izzy, you know, the next couple of days. Bobby was here watching me these last couple of days, so we're all I'll be caddying for her, you know, at tour school. So it's. It's a family thing, and, and we enjoy being with each other, and we enjoy rooting each other on. Yeah, and she's she's been on the bag all year, and that's that's been a lot of fun. It's kind of rekindling um, how we started my career off in the early 90s, uh, and even before I got on tour up in Canada when she would travel along and caddy. So it's been a lot of fun. We've enjoyed our time out here, and, um, you know, it's... Uh, I don't know. I enjoy it. I don't know about you, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's uh, absolutely it's um, yeah it's it's a lot of fun and and um, you know the hard part is leaving one family member at home you know to go to school but uh, she's been a trooper and but it's been a nice family uh, you know get together when we come out and play these events. He seems so copacetic. Here's our Tour Edge leaderboard report. You can see that he won by two strokes over Harrison Fraser and three strokes over tournament host Jim Furyk at 11 under par. Log on to touredge.com to see pound for pound why their equipment is the best value and best performance in the game. If you want to check out not only their equipment but everything else that the game has to offer, go to the number one golf retailer in all of the land. That is the PGA Tour Superstore, the presenting sponsor of the Fairways of Life show. They are staffed by professionals. You can shop with the pros. And when you do, you have someone vested in your best interest in what will be best for your game, whether you wear it, whether you swing it, or whether you can learn from it. You can do it all at the PGA Tour Superstore, and there are more than 50 big, beautiful stores spread out from coast to coast. Just get started at PGATourSuperstore.com for more. Stay with us. More coming up on the Fairways of Life show. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses, all set alongside world-famous scenery. And visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com golf. You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment 
away. I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this. Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone and a friend and have them record a video of you hitting a drive. Hello, Senior Tour. I've absolutely smoked that. <laughs> anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com. You'll receive an email showing your stats and the best tour be for your game. So get fit and get better. Sweet. You got me on a good day. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever because we are our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from callaway taylormade cobra titleist and more plus shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands experience golf's biggest selection under one roof don't just shop this season shop with the pros at the pga tour superstore are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for Cheka. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One, zero, one. Gives you feedback in real time so you feel where you are in your golf swing. Transition, plus 4.2 inches. Length of backswing, 15.3 inches. The Wiz really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Pleasure to have your company from wherever you are joining us. So press release came out from Live Golf, and I'm going to read you part of this because it says that Dustin Johnson has clinched the title as the 2022 Live Golf Individual Champion, noting the two-time major winner makes history in securing the inaugural Live Golf Invitational Championship. And for that, he wins an $18 million first place prize and it says uh, last Sunday two-time major winner Dustin Johnson made further history by securing the inaugural live golf individual championship in a season in which uh, it's been defined by consistency and victory following five top 10 finishes in the opening six events including a dramatic win at the live golf invitational Boston Johnson shot a five under par 67 past Sunday to finish at nine under in the live golf invitational Bangkok securing a 16th place finish and creating an insurmountable lead in the individual standings with one regular season event remaining Johnson earned three points at Stonehill to add to his eighth place finish in London fourth in Portland third in Bedminster uh, victory in Boston is noted in third in Chicago he now has 121 points in his season-long competition 42 more than current second-place competitor, uh, Brandon Grace. And you may have seen that Brandon Grace went down in competition this week. It looked very scary, but it was due to a rib injury. 
uh, with, with further uh, research on that. As to Live Golf uh, Bangkok, Eugenio Lopez Cachara ended up winning it. Uh, he is one of the young players that actually came from college to go into the league. And he, with Sergio, Abraham Anser, and Carlos Ortiz, uh, won for the team competition. This is en masse addressing the media. Feels great. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of secret. Just trusting yourself and working hard every day. That's what they teach me when I was young and what these guys tell me you need to do. And then trusting your team, having a good team, and just just work and work, I will say. Captain Sergio, you are playing with your bad left knee, but finally your team win for the first time. Yes. um, Amazing, uh, obviously an amazing week. Uh, Super proud of every single uh, one of my teammates. Um, Yeah, I was a little bit, well, I'm still a little bit... uh, on the injured list, I guess, but uh, you know, but I uh, I played as hard as I could and uh, tried to help the team as much as possible. But obviously, we gelled great. Eugenio played amazing, uh, and both uh, Abraham and Carlos also played very, very solid. So that when when you have three out of four scores counting, uh, that is uh, that is massive. So and, and that's that's what we won, and that's why we won uh, quite comfortably, I guess. Sergio, um, I was hoping to get your perspective on this. When, when a young player today turns pro out of college or even in your case as a teenager, there's sort of this trepidation because there's the financial commitment. You know, you have to pay your own way. Obviously, this is a different path now that's available. Uh, you know, he, he was able to come out here with a, with a little bit of a base and maybe not so, so much pressure. I'm wondering if you see this as a path for younger players to be able to get some experience and play without worrying about the money. Uh, great question. Um, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely agree with you. Uh, I think this is this is a great path. And you know, for me, I was I was fortunate because I was uh, I had a, a really good amateur career and and I had a couple of decent contracts when I came out. And uh, but still, you know, you have to perform every single week. And if you don't, you know, look what happened to Justin Rose, uh, unbelievable player, obviously. But you know, you 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 get on a slump and you miss 20 cuts and, and you don't know what you're going to do. So to be able to to come out here with good talent and and uh, for them to be able to play a little bit more freely and show what they can really do without having to to be super intense on, you know, if, if, you know, if I don't make the cut this week, uh, what am I going to do? And am I going to be able to play the next three weeks or something like that? I think it's, uh, I think it's huge and... Um, you know, Leaf Golf is, uh, is giving us that chance, and I'm super proud that we have one of them in our team and, and already a winner, so uh, it's amazing. Um, I mean, just a little while ago, you were a college student, and now after five events, you are a millionaire. So could you describe this journey for us? I mean, it's great. What Leaf Golf is doing for golf and for everyone is something that I couldn't react, and I couldn't be more proud of being here. I mean, I'm learning a lot. I'm playing with the best players in the world, and that's what I wanted to do since I was little, and I'm learning from each of, each of them, and particularly these guys by my side. They're trying to help me as much as they can, and I'm always there learning, and it's been a dream, and I, I can, can't be more excited for the next years to come. Gentlemen, congratulations um, you. on, on your victory. Sergio, uh, yesterday we spoke about your success in, here in Thailand. Another victory for you here. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, with Live Golf right now, do you feel that um, uh, your win would inspire an idea for you to perhaps think about growing the game through Live Golf here in Asia? Because, you know, you're, you're, 
you have a lot of following and you, saw, you see a lot of kids uh, still looking af uh, after you and also seeing you here in your performance today. They're very, very inspired about uh, the victory and uh, having lived here in Asia. Thank you. Yeah, um, obviously, obviously, Liv is giving us the possibility of of coming uh, coming here to to Thailand and Asia and and uh, you know try to develop the game even more. Uh, it's it's nice to uh, to be able to do it. I think you know starting next year we're going to be coming to a couple of different. Uh, this is a global tour. Uh, it's not a tour that's in the U.S. Not a tour that's in Europe. This is a global tour. Uh, so it's. Uh, I think I speak for everyone. It's it's great for us. Uh, we feel very proud and, and very uh, thankful uh, to live to to put their uh, belief uh, on us to to uh, to try to bring the, the game of golf everywhere in the world and and make it grow. And uh, you know to see all those kids out there supporting us and, and enjoying it. It's uh, it's it's what we what we always try to do. All right. So that was the uh, team press conference. After the, their victory in Bangkok, and there you can see uh, the leaderboard. Fireballs finishing on 45 under par and atop of that leaderboard. Eugenio is uh, from Oklahoma State where they were talking about him leaving uh, collegiate golf. There was a question asked there about, geez, just a little while ago you were playing collegiate golf, and now you're a millionaire. He's originally uh, hails from Madrid. DeWizGolf.com. If you get a chance to log on there and see this incredible and wonderful training device that you can wear on your wrist just like Vijay Singh did at the Furic in Friends. And this device will give you instant feedback on your golf swing, both through the device itself and through the app if you so choose. You can know your game like you've never known it before. What position is the club? Make your feel Real. It's based on neuroscience and it measures your swing in real time and space. Check it out at dewizgolf.com. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern lower peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boynegolf.com. I guess hello world, huh? <laughs> and with one subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career. I've done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens, and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments. Bridgestone Golf, proud to be part of your journey. You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever because we are our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from callaway taylormade cobra titleist and more plus shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands 
experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Pleasure to have your company from wherever you are joining us. You know, the life of a professional golfer is hard. So hard, in fact, that many people do not wish to continue the trip. Uh, They can't make it through the various qualifying stages. They get a bad break at a wrong time or they find the financial strain just to be too much to bear. So for our next guest, uh, uh, Gabby then, she knows that feeling all too well. Showing incredible promise early, she competed in her first U.S. Women's Open at just the age of 14. She was a member of the 2011 winning U.S. Junior Solheim Cup team. She even won the 2013 U.S. Girls Junior before heading to USC to play alongside of LPGA Tour stars uh, Sofia Popoff and Annie Park. She turned pro in 2017, but without much success, she made the decision that she was done in 2019 after failing to secure status. Gabby got a job working for a skincare company. Uh, she was basically done with golf, but it turns out that golf was not done with Gabby. After 18 months away, she found herself uh, scraping money together, winning on the Cactus Tour, then winning the LETQ School. And here we are after a blistering season on the Epson Tour, where Gabby collected her first Epson Tour win in four top 10. She's now earned her LPGA Tour card for the first time. Not exactly the traditional path, uh, Gabby, but something tells me. Uh, you don't really care right now. Congratulations to you. How are you doing? Hi. Good morning. Thank you so much, Matt. I am so excited. I can't believe that this is happening. It's been quite a journey since I decided to take up professional golf again and continue competitive golf. I'm so much looking forward to talking to you about that journey, but I'm not sure how much you're looking forward to talking to us. Dom told me before you came on, you got laryngitis. Yeah, I lost my voice for like four days. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is it a seasonal oh, thing is it allergies or no i think uh we had this tour championship here in daytona this past week and for three competitive rounds i literally had no voice at all i couldn't talk to anybody now did that make <laughs> you seem like a more like ardent competitor because if someone said anything to you you just kind of gave them the like nod of the head <laughs> no that was okay my caddy told everyone i lost my voice so they all understood <laughs> That's cool. All right. So before we go to the point where you said, I wanted to step away from the game, talk to me about your relationship with golf and the fact that as an amateur and as a collegiate player, you excelled, you you played so well. Was it, was it a point where you had a certain level of expectation and did that level of expectation weigh against the reality of kind of grinding your way through the ranks? 
I think you're right. There was a level of expectation. Um, ever since I was 14 years old, as you mentioned, I played the Junior Solheim Cup, and I also competed in um, a couple of U.S. Women's Opens before I turned 17. And so I had all these accomplishments before I even attended USC, and I was just, you know, going through the flow, and I and I and I was excelling at golf, but. I didn't maybe, you know, fall in love with the game as I did when I was younger. You know, I was, I was just playing golf to play golf and I was good at it, but I didn't love it. And I burnt out by the time I was 23, 24. Mm -hmm. When, when you announced to the world, to your friends, I'm sure first, but, but when the world found out, your world found out that you were actually going to step away from the game of golf. Was there a level of shock? Did you did you hear from people that are like, whoa, what are you doing here? Well, I think personally, I was in a state of denial at first. I said, you know, golf is my identity. I can't step away. There's no way I can't, you know, compete um, on a competitive level. That's all I've known since I was 14 years old. And I think... I, you know, I still continue to play golf, just not competitively at all. And they all pushed me, my friends and family, to, you know, maybe just think about it. Just think about it. You know, I don't think your time is over yet. So there was a level of shock. That I'm curious about when you said, Gabby, that you were burned out on the game. And I respect it and I understand it. We hear about that, in, in, unfortunately, in, in the game of golf. Uh, with a good amount of regularity from from young people, but being burned out at something at anything is not obviously unique to the game of golf. What is unique is to come back from that, because usually when someone's burned out, that's that's a fuse that that's there's nothing left. What was it for you? What brought you back to the game? And and, and now, can you even compare the level of passion that you have for the game versus prior? What made me come back to the game is, you know, so simple. I fell back in love with the game. I fell back in love with the grind, the practice, the want to get better every day. And it wouldn't be without the support of my friends and family believing in me at the same time because I didn't believe in myself. And so I had to build my self-confidence back up. And now you're on your way to the LPGA, which is amazing. I'm also curious about something else, Gab. When you went to work for, it, it was a cosmetic company, I'm assuming, right? Yes. Okay. When you went to work for the cosmetic company, was that also part of the decision? Because now you got a chance to taste life on the other side, either working on the road or working in a cubicle and having having conference calls and, and having things that you need to do on deadline and all the rest. Did did that have any influence on it, good, bad, or indifferent? Or I, I'm just curious about how those two worlds and roads met. Um, yeah, my my job in skincare did have an effect on my decision in a way. It it made me realize that I do miss you know the competitive side of golf, but it also you know taught me a lot in um, the working in a cubicle <laughs> um, in the office and you know it, it, it taught me a lot that I that I 
have to pursue this first before, you know, giving up on my dream. What was the one thing when you were in the office? Like the person that came up and were like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and need you to come in on Saturday, whatever it was, where you were just like, I need to be back out on the golf course again, instead of, you know, making sure that the copier has enough paper. So my job was a lot with marketing. So we would do like editing videos or, you know, building something for a client, something like that. And I would think, oh man, I had these plans and I can't do that now. I have to finish um, building this or something like that. And it would just get away in the plans. And I go, oh no, if I didn't have this job and I was playing golf, I would have a little bit more freedom or something like that. <laughs> I figured that was the case. So let me spin it to the other side. Yeah. Now, whether we're talking about success that you've had on the Epson tour, the LET, on your way to the PGA tour, when you're out there grinding over something that you have to do, LPGA tour, whatever it is that you're out there grinding that you have to do, do you say to yourself, stick to the grind because it beats sitting in a cubicle? Uh, I mean, maybe that, that thought has crossed my mind a couple times, but actually more predominantly, predominantly what comes across my mind is I'm out there on the golf course, walking the fairways, you know, doing my practice drills, whatever. I think to myself, you know, I'm so, you know, thankful for this new opportunity that I have, you know, I'm glad I have this opportunity to be out here again. And, you know, just a really grateful um, mindset to all this. That, that grasping of gratitude that, that you've expressed. Did you get any help with anyone, if I may, did you get any help with anyone on the mental side of the game and handling the stress and, and maintaining perspective? You talked about how supportive your friends and your family have been in believing in you when you said you didn't even believe in yourself. But was there anyone that you could reach out to within the, the world of golf or golf circles that help you also solidify that perspective? I think it was just a combination of, um, you know, fellow players and uh, parents and um, sponsors that has that have helped me because each one of their little voices chimed in at saying how much they believe how good I am, you know, and it kind of just amplified it again and again and just solidified that I should go out there and try again. How much now is everything that you've been through actually a competitive armor? Because you have been to the valleys of the game and you have emerged back out on top again. You are going to the grandest stage for the game for women's golf any place in the world. How yeah. much can you look back and draw upon what you have accomplished as a source of strength? It's incredible how much I can look back on. In the beginning of 2021, I had no status in the world whatsoever. Uh, when I gave up in 2019, I let go of the Metro status, anything I had at that point in time. And so I had to start, you know, basically from nothing. So I started with mini tours such as Cactus Tour out in the West Coast and the Women's All Pro Tour, which is right below the Epson Tour, in order to gain that competitive edge back and get back into tour life. And so I did that all last year and pursued that. And then the next stepping stone was obviously Epson Tour, which I gained status for this year, 2022. 
And I think that is just layering the confidence and the armor, as you said, to go to the LPGA Tour next year. Very impressive indeed. I can see some sponsors on your clothing. Uh, we like to ask uh, touring professionals when they come on the show about who their sponsors are and why they align themselves accordingly because it's our way of saying thank you to you so you can say thank uh, you to them. So you want to share with us uh, who you are working You're still with us, right? You want to share with us who you are working with? Uh, yeah, so um, I have Dave's Hot Chicken here. Um, it's a um, fast casual um, hot chicken brand. It's, they've been has supporting me for many years now and um, really believing that I could be out there on the big tour. And um, on the side, we have Connect uh, Resources. They are a staffing brand based in Southern California. A really good friend of mine <clears throat> who also been supporting me for many years and pushed me to go back out there on tour and just give it my all no matter what they were there with for, for me and Very cool. uh, the last one <clears throat> here is access wealth management uh, one of my newest partners this year also based in san diego california who really wanted to support women's golf and bring you know uh, more support to that aspect and you know we we, we connected and wanted to get together and so they all three have been part of me for this Epson tour season and I can't thank them enough. That's very cool. Uh, Gabby, the last question I have for you today is that somewhere someone is listening or watching us and they're ready to give up, but they have a dream. They have talents, they have skills. Uh, what message do you have for those people to stick with it, to grind it out and maybe possibly, hopefully to break through on the other side? Well, for those people thinking that they will want to give up and quit and stop doing this, I just maybe would ask yourself, why do you want to quit? And then remember, who are you doing this for? You want to make sure that you're doing everything in your will for yourself. You know, I that was one of the biggest things for me is I wasn't playing for myself maybe when I was at USC, I was playing for USC, you know, for, for the team. And my, my identity was kind of confused and all that. So I kind of reminded myself that I was playing for myself and um, make it my goal, my personal goal. <laughs> Gabby, we are super proud of you. We're also super excited for everything that lies in store. Thank you for taking the time to join us. And as ever, we wish you the best of everything. Thank you for having me, Matt. Thanks. Absolute delight. Okay, folks, when we come back on the Fairways of Life show, it's going to be about Tiger Woods. I know. It's coming up right after this. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses all set alongside world-famous scenery and visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com slash golf. You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. 
I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this. Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone and a friend and have them record a video of you hitting a drive. Hello, Senior Tour. I've absolutely smoked that. <laughs> anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com. You'll receive an email showing your stats and the best tour be for your game. So get fit and get better. Sweet. You got me on a good day. Are you ready? for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. Are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for Cheka. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One, zero, one. Gives you feedback in real time. Do you feel where you are in your golf swing? Transition, plus 4.2 inches. Length of backswing, 50.3 inches. The Wiz really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Pleasure to have your company. That was fun talking to Gabby. I do, uh, I absolutely wish her the best. So, Dom, when we did, when we were on the air last week, it was obviously after the show where the announcement was made about Liv and the fact that they aligned themselves with the MENA Tour, which is a 54-hole event tour. Uh, it stands for Middle East and North Africa Tour. They had been pretty much shuttered for the last couple of years, which isn't particularly distinctive because of COVID and all the rest, but nonetheless, they were. And so Liv aligned themselves with them and said, you're an accredited tour that's getting world ranking points. The official world golf ranking organization came back and said, whoa, 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 not so fast. It's not an automatic thing just because you align yourself. We're going to, we're going to start giving points. So what we're about to play for you, we haven't played in Fairways of Life. And Dom, this was Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka. And what I thought was interesting about this is you can hear, right? You explained, you can hear the translation back in, 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 in Ty going from what the players are saying. And they're standing there kind of looking, looking awkward with it. I'm just curious about <laughs> this video that you found. Well, this was huge news, obviously, um, because some would say the live golf folks almost sort of found sort of some sort of loophole that they were trying to take advantage of. And 
Um, they most recently played their most recent event in Thailand. And after the first round completed, that was when the official notice had come out from the official World Golf Rankings that not necessarily that they weren't going to give them ranking points in the future, but they're not doing it right now. They need to investigate the application, et cetera, et cetera. So as soon as the round was over, Bryson and Brooks, who ironically, remember, these guys hate each other. There's all kinds of beef between the two of these guys, and they're standing right next to each other, high-fiving each other, going, yeah, we're on the same page about this, totally on the same page. So they, they answered some questions about, these rankings issues and, and where they stand on it now that the news had come out. And when they're done speaking, there's a Thai translator off in the corner who has to tell all the media, who are pretty much mostly Thai folks, what these guys are saying because they couldn't understand what they were saying. And so they're standing there and looking <laughs> awkward. And I thought I'd leave it in there because it's kind of funny. Now here it is. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it really was much of a response. I don't, I don't think... <laughs> I just hate when you sit on the fence. Just pick a side. If it's yes or no, just pick one. Um, so I'm not a big fan of that. But, um, yeah, not uh, to say something to where it's not really an answer um, and we'll think about it. Um, I don't agree with. Just just pick a side. If it's yes, if it's no, that's fine. We'll, we'll figure it out from there. I mean, they're delaying the inevitable. We've hit every mark in their criteria. So for us not to get points is kind of crazy with having the top Oh, at least I believe we have the top players in the world. Um, uh, not all of them, but we certainly believe that there's a, enough that are in the top 50, and we deserve to be getting world ranking points. When they keep holding it back, they're just going to keep playing a waiting game where we're going to keep dropping down in the rankings to where our points won't ever matter. And that's what they're trying to accomplish, and I hope that um, people can see right through that rather than believe the, the lies that they've been told. Um, from my perspective, I think uh, we deserve points. ครับก็สำหรับบรุ๊กส์เขาบอกว่าเรื่องของ Official World Golf Ranking นั้นถ้ามันเป็นคำตอบที่คลุมเครือเขาอยากใช้ให้คำตอบมันออกมาชัดเจนมากกว่าว่าจะให้หรือว่าไม่ให้นะครับแต่ว่าก็คงต้องรอต่อไปมันอาจจะเป็นการหลีกเลี่ยงของ Official World Golf Ranking ที่ยังไม่ตอบรับทาง Lift Golf ก็ได้ส่วนบรายสันก็บอกว่าจริงๆแล้วนักกีฬาที่อยู่ใน Lift Golf เนี่ยก็ถือว่าเป็นนักกีฬาชั้นนำมันอาจจะไม่ใช่นักกีฬาทั้งหมดที่อยู่ในท็อป50ของโลกแต่ว่าจานวนนักกีฬาที่อยู่ในระดับต้นๆของโลกก็ถือว่ามีไม่น้อยนะครับเพราะฉะนั้นการที่ยังไม่มีคําตอบที่ชัดเจนจากทาง Official World Golf Ranking ก็ถือว่าเป็นเรื่องที่น่าเสียดายเขาเขาเชื่อว่าจริงๆแล้วเนี่ยทางนี้มีศักยภาพแล้วก็มีคุณสมบัติที่ถูกต้องครบทุกประการตามที่ควรจะได้ World Golf Ranking ครับ That's impressive you remember all that Yes I do Trust me Well, it can still be retroactive, yeah. I believe. So I hope they give it to us. All right, there you go. That was classic, Dom. Thoroughly because enjoyed the translation that, sounded longer than the <laughs> the things they said. They started questioning it at the end. You could see it when Brooks took his hat off. He's like, "What is he saying? He's not saying the truth." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was it. The live event. We'll see how it plays out in terms of uh, Liv's golf's efforts to get world ranking points. Now. Promised you Tiger Woods, and here it is. Uh, it was called the TGR Invitational, and it was out at Pebble Beach, where 30 junior boys, 30 junior girls, uh, they played the Hayes Short Course, and then they played Spanish Bay, 
and why it is a particular distinction, not the least of which is what the TGR Foundation is doing, and this is a credit to TGR events for the video that we're showing you, uh, but also because we get to see some fleeting images of Tiger Woods hitting the golf ball. And I guess what it, what it comes down to is what might this tell us about what Tiger Woods is planning on doing uh, even in the next few weeks. Remember, he's got his Hero World Challenge coming up as well. But this is just is some really cool video from the event itself that took place. Events like this and support from, from Tom and his company allows us to, to fundraise and also drive awareness to all the players who are playing here. A number of players have been here for all nine years because they know what we're doing. They know how impactful the foundation has been and what we are continuing to do. The TGR Foundation empowers their students to really pursue their passions by one, changing their expectations. Changing their expectations around what's possible through a variety of their programs. And what I've found is that any child I've had the privilege of interacting with who's been exposed to the TGR Foundation, what they think is possible is so different than how they originally felt prior to being involved. This has been a very great support system. Um, I don't think I would have been able to get through like my four years of college without them. Um, they have really helped me grow as a person, as a student. Michelle and Hagar have been both excellent mentors to me and have given me a lot of really great advice during times I've had, I've struggled at Stanford and having their access um, has really meant a lot to me and has really given me the opportunity to like be my best self. At the end of the day, we're here to be able to give back to uh, kids who are looking for the most basic thing, which is a great education. We come out, we play golf, they are able to go to college and uh, succeed into the future beyond their wildest imaginations. Throughout my three years, they really helped me and pushed me through all these different other things that you need to develop and grow with uh, professionally. They were a big building block and big, you know, someone to lean back on. Give an opportunity that it's amazing what these kids can do. They're leaders in their own right. And when they come back to their communities, it's amazing and how impactful, you know, that means. So Tiger Woods continuing to touch lives through his foundation, the TGR Foundation and that event, which was called the TGR Invitational out at Pebble, which was really cool to see it. And again, I think the another cool part of it from a fan's perspective is just to see what Tiger Woods is doing. Uh, thanks so much for checking out the Fairways of Life show this week, folks. It was a pleasure as ever to spend time with you. We wish you the very best until we are together again. Goodbye for now.